As a parent, at some point or another, you're going to have a tough situation with one or more of your children, and you might ask God, why? Why this? Why now? Why me? What am I supposed to do? Those are all good questions, and there aren't any easy answers. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our Focus on the Family Parenting team. And Danny, you're a licensed counselor. You have spent just hours and hours with families. I'm sure you've had parents in your office. Uh, you're consulting with them because they're stuck. The the why question or, or, or why God question is just there, and they can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to take it more personal, John. Okay. Uh, so my daughter, she was... Uh, an amazing runner. I mean, she just skillful at running and very smooth and very good singer as well. I just loved hearing her sing. And then a few years after she had started really getting into the flow of it. Showing promise. She, uh, she got diagnosed with vocal cord dysfunction. Hmm. And I said, Lord, why? why? Why would she have these talents, these skills that you've given her? And then vocal cord dysfunction. It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to me. Please help me see what I need to see. Because many times in the why, we need to see something deeper of what's there. And it's been quite a journey, especially to help my daughter see the why yeah. and go through that and traveling that question with her. She, she's asked that. Why, why would God give me these skills? And then it's taken away by this vocal cord dysfunction yeah. that, that is so frustrating. And so I think, I think we know people around us or maybe it's listeners that are struggling with this question. Know that it's not bad. This is a wrestling mentally and spiritually that needs to happen to really gain even more trust in a Heavenly Father where you're, you're taking that step of faith. I've had other people in counseling and family members that have been so, so mature in their stepping into that, saying, okay, this is painful, but I trust in my Heavenly Father, and I know He's traveling this with me. I still don't understand why, mm. and I'll let that rest. And that, it's a hard place to, to go. Uh, but John, I, I want to encourage listeners as they're wrestling with this question, that it's a normal question, and there's no shame in asking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and hear from somebody who has wrestled with that question, Julie Hornock. Uh, she has a daughter named Lizzie, and Lizzie has autism. She's on the spectrum. And here now is Julie with Focus President Jim Daly. Well, and I think, you know, for those of us that may not have that extreme situation, it's hard to even understand because we haven't gone through it quite like right. that. Yeah. That we, we're trying to figure out, okay, is she really being honest with herself here that you mm -hmm. can get to that point? So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. That, you know, perhaps suffering comes in all forms. Yeah. And uh, in this context, it's that realization that this is what God wants me to do. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to honor the Lord in it. Let me end with this, what I think is a pretty tough question. For many years, um, you struggled with a heartbreaking question for the Lord, wondering why your daughter had to suffer in order to teach you yeah. to trust and surrender, kind of what we were just talking about. And how has God answered that prayer for you? Yeah, she really um, – <laughs> She, I could see from the very beginning that it was – I needed work. You know, I knew I needed work. I, I wasn't very compassionate. I wasn't looking at others and figuring out how I could help. And so from the minute she was diagnosed and we started going through this, I could see it just really changing my heart um, and opening my eyes to others' pain. And so I got that. That wasn't ever something I really had to work out with God. I just knew what he was doing. I knew I knew I needed to be crushed. I truly did. But what I couldn't get over, you know, is like, why, God, does she have to be in pain? Why? 
Is she banging her head and her physical body in pain? Um, why does she have to struggle so hard to speak? Why then later on, as we're getting into middle school, into high school, you know, she just wanted a group of girlfriends just to hang out with right. all the time. And just the sadness behind not being able to find that was really, really hard. And so watching her suffer, you know, I was suffering and I'm like, you're changing me, but it, you're doing it through her. And that was just so very difficult for me. Um, but she graduated from high school last year and she came to me and she said, Mom, I want to share Jesus with the world. And it was like a light bulb, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like this was never about me as the parent. It wasn't about me being crushed and changed. It was that he had her going through these things so that she could live out her purpose in this world. And so, you know, if you're sharing Jesus with the world, um, you got to know how to not have people liking you, you know? And if you're sharing Jesus mm. with the world, you have to know how to to fail and to get back up and to work hard and to do those things that um, come with a lot of trial and error. And she's already had it in her young life, yeah. and, you know? So it was never about me. It was always, he was changing me, but he was changing her and preparing her as well. Right. And I so appreciate that. It's a byproduct of your situation. Mm-hmm. It's not because the yeah. Lord didn't give you Lizzie so that you could be changed. Right. Yeah, Lizzie is. Yeah, I mean, and how selfish of that, you me changed. to think that, you know? Right. Just, yeah. And that's such a better way to look at it, mm-hmm. you know. And I appreciate that growth that you're expressing. What is that update with Lizzie? What's happening with her? She graduated high school. She you graduated just high that. school. Um, she is now in college, living on her own, living in the dorms doing really well in school Um, and you know there's still a whole lot of struggles and ups and downs and working to make friends but she's really doing well and I'm so proud and and it gives me I just can't believe we're here to be honest with you and it gives me the opportunity because community is so important and finding community and for us is important and through our nonprofit label and love that we're we're doing that where we're connecting moms with moms so they can be each other's lifelines and to move together in this journey because we are not meant to live it alone well it's encouragement to hear from julie and uh, to get an answer uh, that her daughter has actually kind of pushed through to some new heights um, it's not always the same, though. <laughs> As some might know, we have a son who has autism, and his story is different than Lizzie's. It's it's just different. It's not um, the same. So, Danny, how do we as parents trust God as we're waiting or as the story's unfolding differently for our child and for us? It is hard, John. And by the way, today is Global Mental Health Day. Okay. Uh, so, I did not 10, know that. 10 That's uh, for... Everyone that wants to cares about that, and, and that means just there's a, a, a greater awareness of mental health and Correct. the importance of it. Correct, and okay. this would be very related to that, yeah. right? As we're asking the why questions of life and the big questions, and we're in tough spots, how do we maintain mental health in those places? And uh, one of them is uh, patience, and the other one is trust. Those are two very key words. As we're uh, stepping into places where we feel lonely, we feel afraid, we feel unsure, we feel like we have no control, all you can do is have patience and trust at that time. And that, that's what keeps you stable. And it depends on who you're trusting and what you're patient for. And if you're trying to get the results you want, it doesn't always turn out that way. But in the meantime, know that you're being shaped. And this helps you understand a deeper relationship with God and may expose some things that you need to learn about yourself, uh, where it softens your heart towards something, or it softens your heart towards a community of people 
that can speak into your life and, and walk this journey with you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need that. Maybe you need to open up yourself to a small community. There's so much power to that as you do some of these things together with some others that you can trust. And that can be a powerful example, not only to your kids, but to other people around you as you bring humility to the table and allow God to shape you through the difficult moments. Mm, that is a really wonderful perspective and so vital. Don't do this alone. Yeah. Don't parent alone. And if you've got a special needs child or a child in a particularly challenging circumstance, don't go it alone. And if you feel like you're all alone, uh, a starting point would be to call and request that one of our counselors gives you a call back. Uh, our donor community makes it possible for our counseling team to Uh, give you a call back and to hear out kind of what's going on. Uh, They'll uh, give you some starting points to find a path toward healing and strength and well-being. They'll offer you perhaps a a local counselor in your own area for ongoing help and support. And also they have just a ton of great resources that they can uh, talk to you about. So if you have some ongoing help that you need, uh, please know that Focus on the Family is here to help And we're a phone call away, and our number is 800, the letter A in the word family. When you call, uh, just ask to speak with one of our counselors, and and they'll coordinate with you on a good time. Now, we heard from Julie Hornock about her dear daughter, Lizzie. And uh, Julie's got an amazing book called United in Autism. And uh, this is a great resource for anybody who either has a child on the spectrum or you know somebody, perhaps at church or um, in the school system, who is struggling with uh, what does autism mean and how is it expressed and uh, how do we find air in the midst of this uh, very difficult run. So we have the book. Uh, We'll send it to you. Uh, We're bundling it together with a free download of our conversation with Julie. So it's kind of a two-in-one bundle, and you can learn how to donate to the ministry and get a copy of that bundle. Uh, All the details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Ashley Willis about how to find peace when it feels chaotic as a mom. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. and full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.